hour here in After Hours. Dusty Like is with you, Chris Unicero, as well as we dive into the evening. I hate that it gets so dark so early. I know hate's a strong word, but I just hate it. A couple months ago, I mean, it was still light it was here. Like we drove home. We still had another hour of light. The reason I hate this is because, obviously, with the industry that I'm in on both sides, like side gig and this gig, uh, one of the best times for me to golf is, like, at 3.30. That's gone. That ain't happening no more. Because you get about 12 holes in, and then you're fighting darkness. And then those stupid little monitors on your golf cart screen will be like, hey. Oh, wow. They'll be like, hey, uh, you need to have the carts in by 7.15. You're like, guess so. Now you got to have the carts in by 6.45. You can't see anything out there. Um, but this is After Hours on 610 Sports Radio. Dusty Likens with you. Chris Unicero with you as well. Uh, until 9 o'clock. At 8 o'clock, we'll do the out of left field question. A good one tonight. I think we'll get a lot of traction. Maybe not. Who knows? Um, but one thing I do want to talk about is the future of the NFL and coaching. Because really there are, I want to say, four coaches that are probably what I would consider the tenured coaches that you don't really see that much anymore. And it's the three obvious, and the fourth one is kind of the question mark, but I think he's maybe stapled his name there. But it's Belichick, Andy Reid, Mike Tomlin, and Shanahan. I think Shanahan's going to stick around in San Francisco for quite a while, and boy, did they get lucky in San Francisco with Brock Purdy because they doing what they did to get Trey Lance and ruining all that capital on that and then not working out and then finding the guy with the last possible pick in a draft, and it turns out he actually is good for your system. Tenure coaches you normally don't see because it is hard to win consistently in the NFL. And you just took a flyer on him, too. It wasn't like they were like, oh, we got ourselves a quarterback. They were just like, yeah, let's take him. Yeah. Oh, he looked good at a couple times at Iowa State. He might work. See what he got. Yeah. And... You don't see a lot of that anymore. It's kind of like the same thing with, I guess, baseball players, right? You don't see as Baltimore and Texas just started in Houston getting ready to go to their, I think, fifth straight ALCS or whatever it is, third straight, who cares? Um, But it's like a baseball. You don't really see a lot of baseball players stick it out with one team, right? Like even Freddie Freeman didn't last in Atlanta. You thought he'd be a brave for life. No, no. Oh, you don't even see that in sports that often anyway. And baseball was really the only one that you really – basketball a little bit. Football before free agency. Yeah. But, like, yeah, since – really since, since like, like, the early 90s, no. Since, like, Cal Ripken, you didn't really see players stick with their teams. Right, and right. It just yeah. wasn't there. And in the NFL, it's hard to win alone. It's also hard to stay with one team. And Andy Reid obviously was in Philadelphia for a ton of years. Bill Belichick was in Cleveland. Didn't work. Didn't get the job elsewhere. Was in he New was York. The, he was the Jets coach for a day. Yeah, and then works out in New England. And Bill Belichick, without a doubt, is the greatest coach I've ever been alive to see. I'm not taking anything away from Bill Belichick. But one thing that I read at the beginning of the year was that there was a chance that Bill Belichick could find himself on the hot seat before the 2023-2024 season was over. You, Chris, disagreed with that. Which is fine. You don't ever think that guys like Bill Belichick can be released. And again, I don't think Bill Belichick will ever get fired from New England unless something completely egregious happens. Like there's a Todd Haley, Scott Pioli type of thing that happens. Like Bob Kraft starts arguing with, with Bill and Bill starts arguing. But 
I think we're slowly but surely seeing that percentage or the 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 dash numbers like of how much of it was Bill Belichick, how much of it was Tom Brady. That number is starting to separate itself more and more. And I'm comfortable to say that I believe it was 70% Tom Brady, 30% Bill Belichick. I can't say that because oh I can't because he won a Super Bowl in Tampa without Bill right but the thing was is Brady wasn't Brady wasn't the driving force behind that team until 07 so I think they won for five years he wasn't the driving force right but for three championships he was the driving he was not the driving force yes three of their six titles Belichick was the driving force yes I'll take that Um, but I do think that there's certainly a lot more pressure now on Belichick. And there's going to be some Boston fans that are like, hey, we should be winning. So, you know, fire Belichick or whatever. I just don't like when I think of Belichick, I think of like Tom Landry in in Dallas. And it would take like the kind of relationship that Kraft has with Belichick. Mm -hmm. I can't see Kraft firing Belichick. It would have to be Belichick deciding to step down. That's what I think it'll be. I think they'll part ways mutually. But I don't think that'll happen. Because two things. One, I think Kraft, first and foremost, let's say the Patriots are, are really just terrible they and are. they end up in, and they end up being like a top 10 dra- drafting team this year. There's a lot of good quarterbacks in this first round of the draft. Yeah. A lot of good quarterbacks. Yeah. So the worse they are this year, the better quarterback they can get. If they get a good quarterback, all of a sudden now, you're looking at a Patriots team that could be a good challenger in the AFC mm. very quickly. I mean, again, this is a guy who is probably the greatest defensive mind ever. So you have him. You've got some good offensive minds there. Bill O'Brien is a very good offensive coordinator. If they, they just do a better job of surrounding their, their young quarterback with talent, all mm. of a sudden, Patriots are a formidable team again. The problem is that they made a mistake. They drafted mm. Mac Jones. Mac Jones was not a very good quarterback. They needed a quarterback. I get why they did it. He was not the guy. I mean, really, that wasn't a great quarterback draft. Justin Fields got taken like six picks before Mac. Justin Fields hasn't quite worked out. So I, to me, I don't think they'll ever fire him. I don't think he will step down just because I think he's one of those guys. He's like, I can turn this around. I'm Bill Belichick. I got six rings. I can do this. Kraft will give him the opportunity to do it. Plus, on top of that, if I were a owner of a team mm-hmm. and I had a young quarterback that we just drafted high in the first round, I would want a guy like Bill Belichick as the head coach of that team because he knows how to build around that guy and find success. So yeah. I'm still very skeptical about it, but uh, he he certainly has a lot more pressure on him right now just because of the results that they've seen really the last since 2020, like the results since 2020 have not been great for him. I think it's also the way that it's going currently. Like you've been outscored 73 to 74 to three in two games. And it's not like you're getting beat by world-class teams. It's not like Miami's gone in there and housed you. Cause like yeah, they, they actually play, played they, a good game against yeah, Miami. They won, they lost 24 to 17. Yeah, it was a good game for them. And, then Derek Carr and the Saints, who are not as bad as people might think, oh, Derek Carr and the Saints, they're not 35 to 3. Yeah, Derek Carr's not great, though. No. Like, he's like one of the worst quarterbacks in the league the, statistically like, right and, now. And it's not like Alvin Kamara went out there or Kamara went no. out there and ran all over. You didn't do that. It was their defense, really, that went out there. It was the Saints' defense that right. really did the work. And it's the fact, excuse me, that the last two weeks you've benched Mac Jones to bring in, you know, Zappy. Yeah. And. The thing that scares me about why it might not work out is, I mean, I do believe that all good things must come to an end. That's kind of the way that the NFL works, right? Like 
It happened in Pittsburgh. It happened in Dallas. It happened in Buffalo. Now Buffalo is, is rebuilding. You know, even the Chiefs saw a good thing in the 90s come to an end real quickly in, you know, the 2000s, and now they've rebuilt that with Andy Reid. But there's some things that, like, I don't know, like couples, man. Sometimes you fall out of love, and you were guys were inseparable for a while. I mean, I've been firsthand of that. I know exactly what that feels like and what that's like. The, thing, the same thing can happen with the NFL and Bill Belichick and Bob Kraft. You can have this agreement where they sit down and think, hey, man, you know, I'll never fire you. I know. But maybe it's best if we just mutually agree to separate, go our different ways. We'll try to rebuild something. We'll always remember you're a Hall of Fame coach. You'll be in our Hall of Fame in New England forever. You're probably one of the top two greatest coaches of all time. My thing is, in this other end of this conversation, is that is there ever a day because right now I will say that there's not a chance that you could ever put Andy Reid above Bill. And I wonder if there's ever a day, because I do think that Andy Reid probably has at least two, maybe three more Super Bowl shots the rest of his career. Patrick Mahomes is still 28 years old. Travis Kelsey still has two to three years left. This defense is young. They have a chance to win one this year. They keep this team together for the most part next year. They've got another chance in the next year after that. I don't think they win three in a row, but I think they have a chance to win back-to-back this year because of how complete their team is. Is there ever a day where we look at Andy Reid and think to ourselves, eh, he's the second greatest coach ever? Because Andy Reid right now wins in the regular season, wins in the postseason, sits at 273. Bill Belichick sits at 330. Don Shula sits at 347. Chris and I both agree that if there is a time or a place this year where Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots step away and decide to break things off and have a divorce of those two, he's going to coach somewhere else. He's 17 wins away from the top of the mountain. I know Bill Belichick doesn't scream arrogant to a lot of people, that's a title that you want. Oh, he's Bill Belichick's really arrogant. Yeah, and some, people just, <laughs> he is. some people just look at him. The first thing they think is like grouchy, angry, curmudgeon, all that kind of thing. Bill Belichick is a guy that wants nothing more than to dethrone Don Shula. And he's 17 wins away. He's going to win probably five more games this year. So when it's all said and done, he's 12 five wins Five might away. be generous. Okay. <laughs> that might be generous. He's 12 wins away if he wins five <laughs> more this year. But Andy Reid, right? We know Andy Reid is winning seven more games this year, okay? Because that would be 12 wins. That would put him at 280. Seven would be 11 because they're four. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, 11. That would put him at 280. Andy Reid, by the time the season's over, is probably going to finish around 282 to 283, depending on what they do in the playoffs, right? And that puts him really close to 300. You get Andy Reid in the 300s, which he will get to, right? He's 74 wins away. From where he needs to be. That's what we averaged out on the calculator was that's five and a half more seasons of winning 14 games. 14 games has been done many times by Andy Reid, but that's hard to maintain over and over and over and over again, especially five more years. Andy Reid being what, 65, 66? I think he's only done 14, what, twice in three. his career? Is it three times? He did it back-to-back years, right? Did he? I'll, I'll look real okay. quick. But anyways, let's say he gets there. Or let's say he coaches five more years, including this year. Wins two more titles. That gives him four titles. That would put him over 300 wins. Then do you have the discussion? Because Andy Reid will have won multiple divisions. Gone to two Super Bowls with two different teams. Won two championships in their division in the NFC and the AFC. Once with the Eagles, many times with the Chiefs. And Andy Reid's numbers will give him that. He's done it twice. Twice. Both with the Chiefs. Right. And 
the thing about this is I get it. He'll never catch Belichick in rings. He may never catch Bill Belichick in wins, but he'll get really damn close and he'll be about four rings behind. But the thing about Andy Reid and the thing that's different about Bill Belichick is that Andy Reid is going to do it with a clean slate. Andy Reid has never been accused of cheating. Andy Reid has never been considered an ass. Andy Reid has always been a friendly player guy. Like, there's some guys, defensive guys more often than not, that come back like, oh, I love Bill, right? Like, Bill was my guy. Like, he's just, you got to understand Bill. And the Andy Reid coaching tree, a little bit better. Andy Reid's rep, a little bit better. Andy Reid's overall likeness, not even close. And you could have that debate that is a little bit more serious when it's all said and done, I believe, when Andy Reid hangs it up. But I think Andy Reid's still got about five years until he says, I'm done. I, I mean, I, I'm not going to go and prognosticate how many Andy, how many years Andy's going to play because that's, that's I mean, it's a his, it's a him deal, and you know, whenever he feels like he's ready to to let go, that's that's on him. But I don't think uh, I was doing that. Yeah, my thing is this: I I highly doubt he'll ever catch Belichick. I mean, that's it takes a think about the kind of career that Shula had Shula coached like 30 years in the league. I mean, this is a guy that was coaching the Colts when they lost to the jets in the guarantee game uh, in this, in super bowl three. And he coached all the way into the mid nineties. And when the, when the Cowboys dynasty had popped up there with Emmitt Smith and Aikman and Irvin and all those guys. And, Belichick has been able to kind of fast track his way to being in contention for Shula's all time wins record. Uh, Cause he's done it in, you know, two and a half decades. But my thing is this, it's like, I don't think Andy would ever need to reach quite the level mm-hmm. that, that uh, Belichick would be, have to be in order to be better than him, but it would take a level of dominance that we've never seen in modern NFL history, even better than what the Patriots have done Mm. because he would basically over, let's say over the next five years, he does average. I mean, think about it. Five years, he'd have to average 14 wins a season. Mm. That's who's ever done that before. No one's ever done that before. So like, that's unlikely. I think he could probably catch him in rings, but again, in order to catch him in rings, it would take, a a level of domination in the sport that we've never seen before for right. him to catch him in rings. Because again, we, we, we can't, I don't, I don't I don't think anybody here in Kansas city should ever take for granted how long Andy Reed is going to be here. Cause he is in his mid sixties. And uh-huh. you know, I mean, at some point you're just like, Hey man, this is a young man's game. I got to let the young people do their thing. So, right. um, but yeah, I mean, I don't. Th- I, I think it would just take such a level of domination that we've never seen. I don't think anyone's ever going to surpass uh, uh, surpass Bill Belichick as the as the goat. I don't think he needs. I don't think uh, Bill Belichick needs to surpass Don Shula to be the goat. I already think he is, but I think if he were to pass Don Shula, it would make his legacy unimpeachable. Yeah, and I think that's the tough part about it is that like there really is a lot of things you can point to Andy Reid and be like, yeah, he had a lot of shortcomings early in his career and he would have to make up for it with a level of domination that we've never seen. And I just don't think it would be fair to expect that for him. Yeah. Just the unfortunate part is that we live in a, in a time period where everything is judged on rings and, and this and that. But I mean, you look at a guy that's, you know, you look at records throughout the seasons, you look at division titles in a row, you look at, 
playoff wins. I mean, it's it's there's a lot of different parallels that you can look at outside of he has eight, he has two, right, exactly, and yeah. you yeah. you can you throw that out the window. But that is the time of the place that we are in. I want to look around the we do the AFC West. I want to look around the rest of the AFC. Who are the main threats? What that speaks for the Kansas City Chiefs, and also where their real season begins comes up in about four weeks. This is after hours of six ten sports trader Chris Nocero, Dusty Likens. We'll be right back. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. You know, the 1975 is coming to town soon. You going to go? Uh, I don't think I will this time. I'm trying. I went last year. It was a great show. Um, I don't think I will this year. I kind of want to go because uh, they are going on hiatus. Yeah, Maddie Healy yeah. says we're going to take a break. I don't blame him. Yeah. They've had their run. That's four albums. Yeah. Five albums. They'll take a break. They'll probably come back a couple years, do their thing. Um, I almost love the show with this. I don't want to talk about it. Two things I don't want to talk about. Aaron Rodgers. That guy. Yeah, just a, just a tool. <laughs> yeah. That is for sure the most insecure human I think I've ever seen. There's more, but he's... He's top. In the NFL, I think so. I mean... He's, in, he's one of those guys that he... Do you remember he, when they asked us? I think it was Susie Colbert was like, I'm surprised. I thought you'd be a lot taller. And he got so oh, mad. I'm going to tell you this. It's been a... It's, that's been one of the, the word that's going around for years is how insecure he is about his height. Yeah. And he's not short. He's 6'2". But apparently, I'm six foot. I'm not even insecure. I'm 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 six six foot. foot, I'm I'm not insecure. I'm six feet tall. I'm not insecure about my height, but he's six two. But the problem is, is you know how it is with quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. Quarterbacks, you're considered short if you're under six three, even though Mahomes is six two. So it's like, it doesn't really matter. Drew Brees was six foot, even though I think he was five eleven. I think they lied about his height. Bryce Young's insecure. Yeah, Bryce. He's five three. Bryce Young was like, (laughs) he's like, I can't grow anymore. (laughs) So, but like, yeah, no, he's very insecure about his height. And just a, ugh. hey, I'm not playing football. No one's talking about me. I'm over here. Very I'm much, here. very much grabbing attention. Hey, guys, I'm over here. The other one is McCall Hardman. I know Carrington talked about it a little bit today. I'm good. I don't, I don't need it. I don't need it. I don't want to talk about it. It's not working out. You ain't going to play for the Chiefs. Once the door shuts in Kansas City, the door shuts. And that is one thing that Pete Sweeney has taught me very effectively. That once the door is closed, it's closed. Yeah, I have it. Uh, I have it a good word. They they do not. They're no. Not. They they had no interest in bringing him back. They run two jet sweeps a game. They had no <laughs> interest in bringing him back this no. offseason. And there is a good reason why. Good thing he bought that expensive jet necklace. Yeah, they they <laughs> there is no desire there in Kansas City to bring him back. Like Again, they didn't even really make him an offer. No. Like, they were not interested in bringing him back. He didn't even know that he wasn't coming back yeah. by the Chiefs. He was surprised. Yeah. You remember the audio? Yeah. They didn't even tell me. My agent didn't even tell me. Yeah. The That's because they didn't want you. They didn't want him. Like, I'm going to tell, right. tell you this right now. He's not an option. No. There's He was never an option to come back. If the Chiefs wanted him back, he'd have been back. It ain't that hard. He'd have come back and, and, and played and try to win another ring. He's already mm-hmm. won two in his career. He'd love to win a third one. Yeah. No, the reason why he ain't back is because Chiefs didn't want him back. You can come back, make league minimum, be a punt returner, and that's all you'll do. Yeah. I don't even mm-hmm. want you to do that. They got a guy now. Yeah, I'm good on that. Uh, NFC Championship. You, NFC, 
Niners Eagles like it, we don't need to worry about it. Like yeah, I think I think we're good. I mean, okay. unless the Cowboys figure something out offensively, I think we're good. Yeah, I oh, think no, I think no, Dallas safe. is Dallas is pie right. Yeah, Dallas they, is so bad. They are not trustable. They cannot Dak be Prescott trusted. Prescott is so bad. They cannot be trusted. Poor I, C.D. Lamb. I, I mean, to be poor honest, poor Micah Parsons. I, to be honest, like that was the matchup at the beginning of the year. I mean, what yeah. other teams in the NFC were going to challenge the Niners or the Eagles? I thought maybe Minnesota. I really? that's a really good offense, but that's not a good team though. No, Minnesota had a losing point differential last year and they were 12 and four. Cause they won all those one. one that's what I'm saying. Games. They won a bunch of one yeah. possession games and then in their losses, they got blown out. Yeah. I just thought and then maybe they, they'd be better. Cause they have TJ no, and Addison was a great pick and yeah, Justin but, Jefferson. And, yeah. But their defense is trash it's bad. and Kirk cousins is their quarterback. Yeah. And when you have a mediocre quarterback, there's a limit to how good your offense can really be. Right. Like we saw the chiefs. During the Dick Vermeule era. Is Brock Purdy better than Kirk Cousins? No. Kirk Cousins would play better if he was if he was with the 49ers. But he's got the best wide receiver and a hell of a rookie and a great tight Yeah, but end. he doesn't have Kyle Shanahan calling no, the play. No, he doesn't. Like, if he had Kyle Shanahan, if, if, if he was with the 49ers, yeah. the 49ers would probably go undefeated. No. Okay. That's it's the NFL. I don't think it's so hard to go undefeated now. Yeah. They would come close though. I mean, they I'll tell you this, they would be a, a just a tiny bit better cuz already a great team. Uh, but like Kirk Cousins can do things that Brock Purdy can't. Right. Like he's just and it's just experience. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that offense is is just so dumbed down. And it's a full a lot of scripted plays, and it's just and it's a lot easier. Disgusting. And that defense gives you a lot of opportunities to to make mistakes. Like imagine having a team with you know what Sam Fran reminds me of like a really good high school football team, and this is what I mean by that. Or a good college team, yeah, like, like a great have, college team. They have Ayuk, they have Debo, and they have McCaffrey, all in the same offense. That's like the Cleveland Indians. I know they're the Guardians now, but they were the Indians then. When they had like Tommy, Ramirez, Vizquel, Alomar, they, all of that on their offense. They remind me of a great college team because like, like me and like me that and, LSU team. Yeah, like me and Jay Binkley just finished the yeah, latest Car- episode of Character tomorrow, Concerns. Right? Comes out tomorrow. We usually do it Monday, but couldn't do it Monday, so uh, but Day. we'll we'll put no, <laughs> <laughs> but we put we'll put it out tomorrow morning yeah. for those listening. But um, we. You know, we've talked, obviously talked about all these college teams and like, mm. that's kind of what it looks like when you watch them play because yeah. they're blowing out a bunch of teams, but also it's like, they're stacked everywhere. Yeah. Great corners, best linebacking core in football. Yeah. Great defensive line. Their offensive lines. eh? they're all right. They're pretty good. They might have the best offense in football, but their receiving core is really strong tight end though. Even though they haven't used Kittle as much as they should tell Sunday night, their backfield. <laughs> they, they only targeted three. He only, he only had three catches the game, but he had two touchdowns. And then they had their, their run. They always have good running touchdowns. backs. No, I think he had two. I thought he counted to three. I think he, I think he had three catches for two touchdowns. Okay. I think it, maybe he had three. Touchdowns. I thought he had three touchdowns, but, um, but yeah, like, Great backfield. They always have a great backfield. They're always, I mean, Christian McCaffrey went three there. Easy, three touchdowns. Yeah. They always have a great uh, backfield there. They're always loaded. They're like a college team. And they always find the guys that they need to in order to ensure that they're able to continue to dominate year after year. I mean, when you get to, what was it, three NFC Championship games with Jimmy Garoppolo? Yeah, you're a pretty damn good team. Yeah. Actually, no, two. It was two with Garoppolo, I think. Mm. You're a pretty damn good team. ASC though, 
Who's main threat? Buffalo, Miami. That's it for me. I don't think there's anybody else outside of those two right now. I think somebody, I think Baltimore could figure it out because of hardball, whatever. Uh, obviously, they don't leave their division because of what happened on Sunday, but um, Buffalo or Miami? I don't, I mean, Buffalo screams more of a threat, but man, they're getting really pegged with injuries. I don't believe in Miami because their defense is trash. Mm-hmm. They're like bottom five in the league, I think, or close to. Yeah. They're Do you not- believe in McDaniel yet? I think he's a good coach. Yeah. I don't think he's the genius. His offense is. Because he really crapped the bed last year in the playoffs. Yeah. His, his Well, he didn't. He has Skylar Thompson as a quarterback. So. Right. But he was also the clock management was absolutely right, atrocious. Right. But, you know. And he was vaping. Yeah. But, which is hilarious. But, like, I'm. I like McDaniel a lot. Mm-hmm. If they can kind of figure. Because their offense is kind of gimmicky right now. It's all about motion, moving guys around. But it's damn good. It's really good. But, like, teams figured it out halfway through last year. And mm-hmm. I think they're going to do it again. I mean, the Bills kind of showed you how to stop it this year. So, I think teams are just going to copy the Bills and they'll slow them down. The good teams will. Um, so, I'm not quite in on Miami. I think right now it's just the Bills. I don't believe in the Ravens because I don't think the, that offense is not that much better than what it was before. Mm-hmm. They're just not that much better. It's still going to go through the running game. It's not as a passing attack. Like they're not a great path. They're middle of the road right now in, in terms of throwing the football. Mm-hmm. So I don't really believe in the Ravens right now. It's really just the bills, but yeah, yeah those injuries are starting to pile up. Milano's done for the year. Yep. That's a huge loss for their defense. Tredavious White's out for the Tredavious year. Tredavious White's done for the year. That's their best corner. That hurts. Poyer's always hurt. Poyer's always hurt. Hyde's he's been hurt a lot the Von last Miller's couple years. Just now coming back. Yeah, I mean Von Miller. Yeah, Von Miller just played his first game. You lost. Deion Dawkins got hurt though. I, I don't think it's a serious injury, but right. he he got hurt on Sunday. Uh, the Bills are are very flawed, but right now, like, so there's four teams that are championship contenders in the NFL right now. Yeah, Philadelphia, San Francisco, Kansas City, Buffalo. Yeah, though I think. Buffalo's kind of clinging to that right now, okay. especially the way that they played against the Jags. Like I, I would not be shocked if that happened very much when the chiefs play the bills later this year. Yeah. I would not be shocked if that it was that kind of game Yeah, where like the bills office just doesn't play well at all. Cause the chiefs defense is really good this year. Do you think there's a chance with the way their defense is and the way I think that this offense can figure it out that you could sit there and say that this is the greatest chiefs team you've ever seen complete chiefs team. Because uh, that first year they had Kareem Hunt, Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, they had a great offense, but that defense was so bad. If they can figure out like a legitimate top receiver, yes. Yeah. They need, like, if it's Rasheed Rice, if it's Justin Watson, if it's whoever the hell it is, mm-hmm. if they can get like a really dependable top receiver to pair with Travis Kelsey Mm -hmm. and Pacheco keeps his evol his evolution going from a really good top committee running back to being a legit three down back and your defense stays playing the way that it is. I I think, yeah, I think you could make a very strong case that this year's team could be the best chiefs team in history. Hold on to that thought process. On the other side, we talk about what this defense is, the numbers that they represent and what going forward makes this defense even better because the next three weeks, the offense they play, they can really pad these stats before the season starts. Kristen Nacero, Dusty Likens, you're listening to After Hours on 610 Sports Radio. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views.
here on After Hours, 610 Sports Radio. Dusty Likens with you this evening. Got about an hour and 20 minutes left. The show seems to fly by every single week. I don't know why I say that. You listen to this uh, show, you probably hear me say that once a night. I mean, that, that happens when you get into the flow of things on the radio. Yeah. Just flies by. Yeah. It's just interesting when you do this for quite a while, it, it almost becomes just like secondhand news. You don't even think about it. Right. I remember the first time I ever was on the air, I think it, t- it felt like eight hours. Oh, yeah. The first time, I was Christmas 2014. And, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I was, I was doing um, was it Day Shift. with uh, oh, uh, yeah. I was filling in for Lake and Bank. Mm-hmm. Well, that was the longest four hours of my life. Yeah. It's weird, too, because, like, when you first start producing, that clock moves at, like, an astronomically speedy rate. Oh, yeah, it's quick. Like, you're like, oh, my God, that commercial break was four minutes. It felt like 20 seconds. I have to do this. I have to do that. And then all of a sudden, you're like, oh, my God, it's 9 o'clock. First time you get in front of a microphone, you're like, hello. Oh, that's my voice. Oh, God. Okay. Um, But... You know, you freeze up, you see that rundown, and yeah. you're like, oh, okay. I've got to get to every single point. Every single point. I have to break at 11. I have to break at 26. I have to yeah. break at 41. Yeah, and you're like, we're, and you're looking at the clock. You're like, man, I got to talk for five more minutes about this topic. Yeah. I got to stretch this out for five more minutes. We need to the point where we're like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to do a show tonight. What can I say? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. That, I remember those days. Like, oh, man, I got to do a show tonight. Man, all my friends are doing this. Oh, I this girl wants to hang out. Sunday. Man. Girl wants to go to the to the bars. I can't go except do a show till nine, Ugh. which is fine. Um, I think it's interesting uh, the conversation we just kind of had about this defense because you look at the numbers and when it comes to the defense, they're giving up three hundred and sixteen yards a game, which a lot of people would think, "Oh my god, they're giving up three hundred sixteen yards a game." Not that many. Not that much. That's not that much, man. That's that's best for eighth in the league. And then you move down the list, and you're like, okay, what are they giving up passing yards wise? So they giving up 204. Okay, that's middle of the road, right? That's, that's elite. You know that's you know that's that's 14, 13th in the league, right? But you got teams like Philadelphia, Buffalo, you know, San Fran that ain't nobody throwing on. And I know a lot of people be like, well, they played the Jets, they played you know the Bears, they played Detroit, they which Detroit's good. But nobody's running on the Chiefs. And you remember how back in the day, everybody would say, all oh, these teams just run all over the Chiefs to control the game. Nobody's running on the Chiefs, which means nobody's able to win the time of possession, which is another hidden stat that you don't see that this defense produces. And they're averaging 97 rushing yards allowed per game. That's insane. Like, you just can't run on the Chiefs. Not only can you not run the Chiefs, you're always behind on the Chiefs, so you're not running Right? Like Denver gave up 177 yards to Brees Hall. The Chiefs didn't give up 100 yards rushing to total running against the Jets. Now they were behind 17 to 0, and Zach Wilson played out of his ass, but that's a different story. You look at points per game. Chiefs are giving up 16 points per game, and I will take seven points away from that total because seven of those points are on Kadarius Toney on the drop pass pick six. That ain't the defense that gave that up. That's tied for fifth in the league. And that number is going to get better and better and better the next three weeks. Remember the safety, too? Right. So that's so, nine points so that nine the points offense is giving so really up. they're averaging about 13 points per right, game. Right, yeah. Which is probably tied for third. I mean, when you're giving up less than 20 a game, elite defense. Like, top of the, top of the bar elite. And then third down percentage, 35%. 
35% of teams are getting a third down conversion against the Chiefs. That tied for ninth, or I'm sorry, that's sole possession of ninth in the league. I asked the question to Chris, and maybe the 913-586-7610, if there is a time in this season where the offense does figure it out and all of a sudden it is, again, I'm not going to say it's going to be the offenses of the past because they just don't need to be, but if they get to the point where they are in sync or in fuego, where Mahomes can go out there and put up 27 any given day. This might be the best overall Chiefs team any of you that grew up being fans of this team in this city has ever seen. Because there were a lot of people that were like, is 2014 the best Royals team I saw, or was 2015 the best Royals team I saw? Texas now up 6 nothing. Garcia absolutely pimped that they home run. They are whooping the Orioles right now. Pimped that home yes, run? They are whooping them right now. That's over. Taking it to the Orioles. And they're up 2-0 in the series right now, and they're in Baltimore right now. And no, actually, no, actually, no, they're in Texas. You're right, yeah. No, they this swept is, Baltimore. This is Baltimore. crazy. This is not, especially with all those injuries they have, like DeGrom and whatnot, and it looked like the, the Rangers were kind of panicking in the middle of the year, and look at them now. I mean, he absolutely pimped that home run. Man, it's tough right here. Playoff baseball. But you look at this Chiefs team and you look at that defense, and if that offense can just take a step, one step, that's how close they are to getting into that top 10 range. All of a sudden, yeah, here you go. Watch this. All of a sudden, you have a top 10 offense and a top five defense. Here's the thing about the Chiefs team you may ever see. Here's the thing about their their offense is seventh in the league right now. Yeah. <laughs> points and uh in in yards and ninth in points. Without a receiver. That's what I'm saying. It's like the Chiefs right now have a top ten offense and it doesn't feel like it because there are obvious issues when you watch them, but they're still better than almost all the teams in the league. That's, That's how crazy it is. When the Chiefs are having a down year on offense, they're still top ten in the league. Yeah. That's crazy. On the other side, final segment of the 7 o'clock hour, I want to get into when we see Showtime next. I think it happens on Thursday night. What I mean by that is when you see the next great Patrick Mahomes game. Chris Nocero, Dusty Likens, 610 Sports Radio. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. pretty sure I know every word of this song. I don't say them all out loud, but I know every word of this song. Oh, everyone knows all the words of this song. I don't know, man. When he starts getting really, really fast. Yeah, the, he does He does get a little fast there. Range Rover, all wood. Do me like you should. We'll stop there. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. That's when he lets some of the other St. Mm-hmm. Lunatics get on there and get, yeah. their little, get their little verses Murphy in. Lee, man. Murph. Murph. Murph did have a good verse on that. Air Force One. Mm-hmm. He, had, he had a pretty good verse on that one. Murphy Lee was the best side guy in that group. Yeah, by far. Yeah, wasn't even close. Yeah. I mean, yeah, rap groups used to be a big thing like 20 years ago. Yeah, you had like D12. Yeah, actually, no, like t- between like 20 and 30 years ago. Yeah, because you had like Wu-Tang. 504 boys. Yeah, yeah. Like, you had, now... Not so much. That was like one guy that has a, like, he'll bring a guy he'll bring on. His and friends that guy on. Will be a, yeah. yeah, they bring their friends on to do features. Like, like Kanye brings out Chance, Lil Wayne yeah. brought out Drake. Like Future and 2 Chains are yeah. doing, and Drake are doing features on everybody else's song. Yeah. Like, seriously. Like, yeah. Future puts out a new song every week because he does his own music and then he does features on everyone else's music. Future a, is rich right now because just because of them features. It'd be awesome if the Chiefs played Future on Thursday night. 
over that the would stadium. be hilarious. I would love that. I actually think that'd be hilarious. They should do that. Chiefs they should. P- Chiefs PA system, if you're listening to After Hours, please play future play, when Denver hits yeah, the field. Play blow a bag or something. Just edit it out. Yeah. It's fine. I don't need to hear Kid Rock and the 90s rock album that you play every week. Play Jumpman. Just play future. Yeah. Please. I'm like, it. let Russell Wilson go out there and do his stupid little, like, pregame routine and then just drop future. Mask off. Yeah. Oh I want to see God. it. I want to see that it. flute play. Yes. <laughs> just... Yeah, just let that let that mask off play. And Even just if it's let just the, like the shroop flute. Let yeah, it play. they just they should just do it after every, oh. every after every touchdown, like right before. Actually, they should. Yeah, they should they should play it after every touchdown oh, that they score so on Thursday. Oh, and then when they so play great. them in a couple weeks, they can they can do it on their own time. They can uh, play it in the locker room after. That'd be the biggest troll job ever, and a lot of people would understand it. Yeah, um, it'd be hilarious. It'd be it would be like some high level trolling. That's right like there. the greatest. That's like Andy Reid doing the ring around the Rosie against the Raiders. Like everyone's like, "What is yeah. that formation?" Ah, John Gruden had right. the bus go around the stadium. That's what it is. Or like when they blew out the uh, the Raiders a couple years ago yeah. and they played Wheels on the Bus yeah. at Arrowhead after that. Mm. Yeah, yeah. God, please, Chiefs, please play future. I, I want them to be a little petty. Yeah, play some future. I'm about it. Uh, Matt Verderam tweeted today. He said, "Over the past 21 uh, primetime games, the Chiefs are 18 and three. Uh, that's pretty good. In those games, Patrick Mahomes has thrown for 6,026 yards, 47 touchdowns, and 13 interceptions. This includes eight 300-yard games and three 400-yard games. Kansas City hosts Denver Thursday night. I think we will see. I really, really do think we will see." a showtime type of game. I think we're due for one. Now, again, the Chiefs are first and third down conversions, ninth in total yards, seventh in average yards, all that kind of stuff. They're a top 10 offense. They're a top five defense. And this is what Denver's given up to opposing quarterbacks. And these names are not great. Now, Jimmy Garoppolo, 200 yards, two touchdowns with a 107.9 rating to Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, Sam Howell. 299, two touchdowns for a 108.8 rating. Tua Tagovailoa, 309, four touchdowns, 155.8 rating. He didn't play basically the second half. Um, Justin Fields, remember him? 335 yards, four touchdowns, 132.7 rating. Zach Wilson, 199, no touchdowns, a 78.8 rating, but... He didn't need to throw the ball because Brees Hall ran for a 177. Patrick Mahomes against the Broncos Thursday night. I'm ready to see a showtime game. I want to see the Chiefs win 35 to 3. I want to see Patrick Mahomes throw for four touchdowns, 295 yards, zero interceptions, and walk out of that stadium in the third quarter with three minutes left and just let Blaine Gabbert have the rest of the night. Just take it off, you know? Had a rough game on Sunday, 325, traveled from Minnesota. Just relax, rest of the evening. Let Blaine Gabbert clean the rest of it up. Let him go in there, take a break, have the fourth quarter off. Let Travis Kelsey take off his shoe and put that ankle on ice. Just do it. Just do it. And then, of course, when you win the game and do all the handshakes, you play future again. I think it'll actually be a good Pacheco game. I'm good with that, too. I think it'll be a Pacheco game. I, I think... The Chiefs right now offensively, I don't think, are showing off the Mm. good stuff, if you will. Usually this time of year, they tend to kind of want to, unless they're in a big game, they tend to kind of want to put it on cruise control a little bit. I think I thought they put it on cruise control a little bit against the Vikings. Um, Once they got that 20 to 13 lead, 
they were like, okay, let's get one more touchdown and then let's just kind of cruise a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's probably what they're going to try to do again here. The, the Chiefs, I don't think, are really going to try to go out there and, and put on barn burner mode yeah. until they go to Germany and play Miami. Right. I, I think that's the game where, like, they turn the Jets on. If they got to against the Chargers, they'll do it there too. But against a team like the Broncos – who are not very good on defense, and they're middle-of-the-road offensively. Subpar, I'd they're, say. They're much better than they were last year. Jerry, Judy, come home. Um, Just come home. But Just come home. <laughs> show, but, up at, show up at one arrowhead drive. You admit that you're wrong. Come home. But I, I do think that, uh, yeah, I think the Chiefs are going to try to, especially with it being Thursday night mm-hmm. and with Kelsey's ankle being the way it is, I don't think the Chiefs are going to want to exert a little bit too much because the guys' bodies are still hurting a bit from Sunday. Mm. So I think they're going to try to make this uh, a cruise control type of game, run the ball a lot. You know, Mahomes will make his plays. Maybe he'll make one of those showtime type plays or two in the game. But Mm. I think this is one of those you rely on your defense, you run the football, make some plays here and there, walk out with a comfortable, like, 10-point win. Well, that's boring, Chris, and nobody likes that. Yeah, but, I mean, the Chiefs aren't (laughs) about entertaining us. They're about winning football games. Although that pose that Mahomes gave the New York Jets fans was pretty, like, are you Yeah, it was hilarious. It was so funny when he popped up after he slid, and he was just, he let everyone know. he he I'm here. That's, I told you, it's like, sometimes... Petty Mahomes makes a little bit of appearance. And that was a Petty was Mahomes just, sighting that was there. His first time in New York. It was a Petty Mahomes sighting, and I loved it. I was I, I literally busted out laughing when he did it. I was like, yes, this is what I want to see from Patrick right here. Is she there on Thursday night? No. Okay. I don't think she'll be there. Those games are over? I think she'll probably appear in LA. Do they go to LA or is it LA here night in two weeks? I want to say it's in LA. They don't go here, here, then to Denver? Is it here? Is it here? I think it's, it is. Yeah, here. yeah, Nathan just said it's okay. it's here. So yeah, it's uh, right. uh mm. maybe she'll be there for the Chargers game, but I kind of mm. think she'll prime time. I man. think I think she's gonna she's gonna wait a little bit before she makes an appearance again because okay. there seventeen shots there for her mm. at, when she was at that Jets game. Bit egregious. That's a little bit too much there. Yeah, like like cool. Like I understand you know a lot of Swifties watching the game. We didn't need that much of her. She did the home of the Chiefs and the national anthem. She did. She did. My buddy Robert says he's going to see if he can talk to someone that can talk to somebody about the future of the free game. Well, Could you imagine? I mean, I'm about it. I would die if they talked about it on like, yeah. like Al Michaels. And he doesn't know it. Al Michaels, 0% chance he knows who but Future is. But if he dropped is. like a line, like it's time zero. to take the mask off and yes. play. 0% chance he knows who Future uh. is. But if someone fed him that line uh. and had him say that. Here's a or. Or if Kirk Herbstreet was a real oh one my. and he threw it out there, I think he is. I'd be about, I don't think he is either. But if he was a real one, I would love it. I think if Russell Wilson hated Morgan Wallen, then Kirk Herbstreet would probably be right in there. Yeah. Yeah. I would seriously, if they, if they were to play future at Arrowhead, I that would, that's high level oh shade my. right there. Cause they still play like one Oh one. The Fox is like, yeah. Drive time. Like top eight at eight, right? Yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah, they're yeah they're hundred percent all that hundred percent playing the seven o'clock hour on mm-hmm. on one hundred and one the Fox at, at which well, isn't even a radio yeah. station anymore. I don't think. Yeah, is it? I don't know. No, it is. Okay, it is. All right. Uh, text lines open nine one three five eight six. We've already got people chiming in. Brother from another mother, Dustman. That's cold blooded. Good evening there. I named my dog after Murphy Lee. I've been giving the question away. 
What is something that you have tried that you will never do again? That is the out of left field question. We get into all your responses, plus mine, plus Chris Unicero's. This is After Hours on 610 Sports Radio. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views.